Today on episode number 707 of the School of Podcasting, we have a cool because of my podcast story. And I asked you, what are you going to be doing differently for 2020? We also talk about what's stopping you from starting a podcast. And I have a follow-up from last week's episode about Glow.fm. And it turns out you may not have as an engaged audience as you think you do. Hit it, ladies. The School of Podcasting with Dave Jackson. Podcasting since 2005, I am your award-winning Hall of Fame podcast coach, Dave Jackson, thanking you so much for taking the time out of your day to come listen to me. This is where I help you start your podcast and grow your influence. My website, schoolofpodcasting.com. If you go out to schoolofpodcasting.com slash start, use the coupon code LISTENER, that's L-I-S-T-E-N-E-R, and you can save on either a monthly or yearly subscription. And if you're wondering, like, why should I start a podcast? Well, I have a segment called Because of My Podcast, where people share what has happened because of their podcast. And today, we've got not one, but two from Lee from the Covert Nerd Podcast. Take it away, Lee. Hey, Dave. Lee here from the Covert Nerd Podcast at CovertNerd.net. I wanted to send you a quick message for the Because of My Podcast story that you do on the School of Podcasting. I have two of them, and I'll make them quick. The first one is I applied to lead a panel at a local convention here, and when I approached them about doing it, you could tell there was some hesitation. But then I said, hey, by the way, I have a podcast. Oh, all of a sudden they perked up a little bit, and I was allowed to lead the panel, and I'm going to do it again this year. The second one hits a little more closer to home because it involves my kids. When I was talking about doing a podcast, they were shocked. They were thinking, Dad, you're going to do a podcast? That's cool. And even some of their friends said, that's dope that you do a podcast. I think they were a little shocked that an old guy like me wanted to do something cool and new. A little bit of street cred from my kids. Now I can go back to telling lame dad jokes and get back into the the normal dad mode. (laughs) So anyway, Dave, I appreciate the work that you do because of the school of podcasting. I now have a podcast. So thanks again and keep up the good work, Dave. Thank you, Lee. You are dope, my friend. I actually once got a job at Chancellor University on the east side of Cleveland. And I was going to be kind of a guidance counselor, a potential professor there. Uh, I have taught at the college level, but this was not the instance, but they hired me. Why? Because I said, like, what are your hobbies? And I go, oh, I do podcasting. And they're like, oh, wait, you do you do podcasting? And I go, yeah. And I go, it would be great fit here. We could do a podcast to have all sorts of tips on how to study better and things to keep people up the loop on what's going up, up the loop. I think I just made up a new phrase, up to date, keep them in the loop, whatever you want to call it, on what was going on at the uh, college. And so they hired me and then we never did it because they were like, ah, we're just going to put you in collections. And that was uh, the end of my career at Chancellor University because that's not what I signed up for. But what I did sign up for was to have everybody answer the question of the month. That's the world's worst transition, by the way. I always ask you at the end of the month, I have a question and I ask you to share your insights on it. And then at the end of the month, we we put it out. And I got to tell you, I always kind of sweat doing this particular segment because I'm like, what if nobody sends in anything? And there is a group that did not. I had two questions this month. One was for people who haven't quite started their podcast yet, and that is what's stopping you. And we got zero. We got goose egg on that. 
And I will explain why, because I then went out and did a bunch of research and found out why people don't start their podcast. And a lot of it is anxiety, uh, speaking in public. And so shocking that people who are being held back by speaking in public wouldn't speak in public about the fact that they're worried about speaking in public. But we did get some responses on the second question, which is what are you going to be doing differently this year for your podcast? We're going to start off with Matt from the Author Inside You podcast. Hey, Dave, it's Matt Rafferty from the Author Inside You podcast. This year, Leah and I have made a commitment to create a new video promotion for each podcast episode that we release. You can check out these videos on our Facebook page. So why are we making videos? Well, it turns out that most of our audience has found us on Facebook, and Facebook loves videos. So if we make a video, we're hoping that we can stand out from other podcasts and gain some more listeners. If you're interested in getting motivated to write your first book, please check out our podcast. You can find it at theauthorinsideyou.com. Thanks, Dave. Thank you, Matt. Matt also lives in uh, Northeast Ohio. If you live in Northeast Ohio, check us out. We have a meetup club, a meetup club, a meetup group, whatever you want to call it, neohiopodcasters.com. Next up, we have Andrea. Hello, Dave. This is Andrea Wojnicki from the Talk About Talk podcast. I have to answer this question since you are the one that gave me this advice. I first heard this advice when you and I were talking directly, but then I also heard you say this in a few School of Podcasting episodes last year. And the advice is this. Your podcast is your business card, not your business. Wow. When I first heard you say that, my head exploded. Suddenly, everything became so much more clear. So I went from introducing myself as a podcaster and talk about talk as a podcast to introducing myself as a communication coach and talk about talk as a learning platform. The podcast isn't the product anymore. The podcast is my business card. It's the evidence of my credibility as a communication coach. And this simple line that you shared with me has transformed and focused the purpose of what I do every day. In 2020, I'm now working on developing course material for online courses and in-person seminars. And I'm positioning myself as Dr. Andrea Wojnicki, the communication coach, in everything I do, including my Talk About Talk podcast. So thank you, Dave. Thank you so much for helping me see the light. Andrea, thank you so much for sharing that. You have no idea how much gas I just put in my tank. I deeply appreciate it. Check out Thinkific if you're looking for something to put courses on. That's what I use for the School of Podcasting. Uh, next up, we have Christopher. I am the host of Radiant Fire Radio, and I am going to produce more content. I've set a goal for myself which I think is achievable if I plan my workday out, plan my life out to getting two different pieces of content per day. Two podcasts a day, Christopher. We're going to have a chat in a second. Out on my podcast. Right now, I've been able to do one every two, three days, but I want to become more consistent with putting content out there. I think the things that I believe and want to share with people are relevant. And my, my hope and aspiration is to accomplish that goal of increasing my content. I want to increase my content because I want people to know what I think. I know that what I think relates to how they think every day. 
and I'm looking to make that connection with those people. Thank you, Christopher. And first of all, I love your confidence. I know my content resonates. That's cool. I would double check that because there are a couple of things here. I don't know anybody that does multiple podcasts a day unless they're really short because I don't know any audience that needs to podcast a day unless they're really short. So I'm not saying what you're doing here is wrong because I don't know your audience. I know it's a religious podcast and I kind of checked into it, but I would go to uh, forms.google.com. It's a free tool you can use to survey your audience and say, Hey, I'm thinking of upping this to two podcasts a day. What do you think? And then ask for feedback on your current stuff. Because when I hear two podcasts a day, my brain explodes. You know how Andrea's brain exploded a minute ago? Mine just exploded because I know people that burn out really quick doing one podcast a day. So two podcasts a day is literally putting both, you know, lighting both ends of the candle. However, you know, the one I'm going for both ends of the stick, something it's a lot of candles and a lot of fire and they're burning and, and you go up in flames. And, uh, I would just be very cautious about that. I love your conviction to be consistent. That does help. You don't have to be consistent, but it does help because now you become part of their routine. So when it's always Wednesday, and I wake up and I'm looking for a certain podcast and it's not there. I'm kind of like, oh, and then I go find somebody else's podcast, which is kind of a scary thing in a little bit of way, depending on how connected I am to the podcast that's not there on Wednesday. So I would definitely do a, an audience survey and confirm that what you think is connecting with your audience is, and then confirm that they want more content because that's a whole lot of content unless your shows are really, really, really short. Next up from the car, we've got Dave. This is David Adler. I'm the chairman of BizBash Media and also the host of Gather Geeks podcast. We are doing a lot of micro audience podcasting on the B2B side where we actually do very limited podcasting for very tight niches and then combining that with a dinner party for the client and the eight guests for one season. It actually is a really interesting uh, approach and allows you to get out of the CPM game, especially in the B2B field. For example, we have a, 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 a podcast called Event Boss, which is about to launch, and it will have um, eight uh, people that run big event departments and all the problems that they have just in their world, even if we get 500 people listening, it's going to be the five right, 500 right people. It's a really interesting thing. This is David Adler, dadler at bizbash.com. Thanks. Dave, thanks so much. I love this idea of getting all the people who have been previously on your show and having a dinner. Now, obviously, if they're one's in Africa and one's in Canada and the other one's in New Zealand, that's going to be an issue, but you could do this with like an online meetup or something of that nature. But if it's something local, I love this idea. And again, the thing I love about it, it's something new. It's like, Hey, let's try this. And Dave is trying it. And it sounds like he's like having great results. Awesome idea. Hey, Dave, this is Mark Miller of the repurpose your career podcast, which is delivered to you by careerpivot.com. Well, we've gone through some various changes at career pivot. I've gone from a basically a one-on-one -on -one coaching model to a group membership model. My wife and I also picked up 18 months ago and moved to Mexico, and we are in Ajiji, Mexico now, and so decided to cut costs this last year. 
I had a podcast team doing the show notes and producing the show. I kind of let them go and I'm doing it all myself again. And therefore, I'm simplifying. Now, we've been at this now for three years and I'm producing this as we speak. I'm working on episode 160. So one of the things I'm doing is once a month, I am doing an encore episode. I've got a lot of great guests. I'm able to get anybody in the career space I want, which includes Rich Carlgard of uh, the publisher of Forbes to uh, Jonathan Rausch, who wrote the book, The Happiness Curve. And I can, I've got a lot of great material. So once a month, I am running an encore episode, which allows me to essentially save some time. So that's what we're doing this year, producing my own show now, which means I'm simplifying the show notes and simplifying the production. And lastly, I'm doing encore episodes. So thank you, Dave, for all you do. Again, this is Mark Miller with the Repurpose Your Career podcast, which can be found at careerpivot.com slash podcast. Jim, thanks so much. That's an interesting strategy. I would love to know how that works. And here's why. It's not like a radio show where I can't hear. Let's take the example of Robin Williams on Mark Marin. I can't listen to that episode because they have it behind a firewall. But if Robin Williams appeared on this show, you could listen to it. If you subscribe to the School of Podcasting, you get access to all 707 episodes that you can go back and listen to them all. So when somebody does an encore, unless you're adding something new to it, you're kind of giving them access to something that they already have. So I'd love to know how that works because it's it's a little different. It's You're not giving them access to something that they don't have access to because well, they have access to it. They just have to kind of go dig for it maybe a little bit in the feed. So I'd love to know how those downloads are compared to others. Or if you get any feedback from people that going, hey, we already heard this if you're not adding anything new to it. Because like Mark Marin, if he has an interview with somebody who dies, usually we'll do a new open that says, hey, I'm really sorry to say, but so-and-so died yesterday, yada, yada, yada. I was lucky enough to interview with them. So he'll put a new kind of spin on it. And a lot of people, and it's it's smart because a lot of people are looking for information on whoever died in this case. So that's, a, a to me, a little different than just I'm going to repurpose something I've already done because, in theory, your audience already has access to that. So let me know how that goes. I'd be interested to hear how that works. Hey, Dave. This is Jimmy Fullerton. Hope you're doing well. I'm responding as somebody who has started a podcast. It's called Uncommon Life. In response to your question about what I'm going to be doing differently in 2020, number one, I'm going to be refocus really on building relationships, connecting and building relationships, which is something I got away from a little bit in 2019. I got diverted into many different directions. So connecting and building relationships, that's number one. Number two, time blocking. I tend to be a lot more efficient when I block out time. I get more done that way. I'm just more effective in my opinion. And I have more fun doing it that way because I like to focus on something and not be distracted. That's how I work best. So anyway, that's it for me. Um, I do appreciate it and hope you're doing well. Take care. Thank you, Jimmy. And links to everybody's show will be in the show notes at schoolofpodcasting.com slash 707. Hi, Dave. It's Lynn with Kids Health 101. And yes, my podcast is delayed 
the relaunching of it, I should say, due to website issues, technical issues, editing issues, as well as a little bit of inhibition. But I think I'm ready to move forward with it. I know I'm ready to move forward with it. My inhibition, of course, is is the relaunch first podcast really explaining, you know, am I meeting all the requirements? Am I explaining what I do, uh, who I am, why I'm doing what I'm doing, and is it going to keep people's attention? So it's definitely a a minor inhibition I have. It's not going to stop me or refrain me from launching it, but it does, you know, self-doubt does exist. Thanks for doing what you do, Dave. Lynn, always great to hear from you. Lynn is uh, one of my coaching clients and it's it's interesting to hear her say I, I have a little like apprehension because some of her interviews are with people that are just giving information that I'm like, I didn't know this exists. This is so cool. So I'm looking forward to helping her get off the ground. And uh, and if you need help with a website, check out podcastbranding.co. That's my buddy, Mark. He makes really, really pretty websites. Hey, Dave, this is Ryan Blaney from the Birds podcast, where we share the stories behind your favorite beer. Something that the team and I really want to focus on this year besides just engaging more with our audience, is to create a beer podcast community. It's something that we see a lot when we go and interview these breweries is that there's a community there. And what I mean is if there was a certain ingredient that a brewery wasn't able to get their hands on because of like a delayed order uh, or something just got screwed up, uh, they can call another brewery. And not only will that other brewery give them what they need. They will put it in their car and drive it down to them. It's something that I have never seen in any other industry. And it's something that my team and I were really interested in is like, all right, well, if community is such a popular thing in our niche, why don't we try to replicate that in podcasts? So it's that's the main thing that we really want to focus on uh, this year in 2020, and it's looking good so far. So thanks, Dave. Uh, keep up the great work. Catch you next time. Thank you, Ryan, from the Brew Roots. That's one of those names you have to really pronounce. Otherwise, it's going to just meld together in a big pile of gobbledygook. There are two tools that I would recommend for this. One, they're both free. One is Slack. That's kind of like this interactive uh, chat tool that you can invite people to. And then another one is a Facebook group. Both those are great for building communities. Hi, Dave. This is Timothy from Games from Folktales. It's a podcast for the tabletop role-playing game Ars Magica, where I take pieces of European folklore and break them down for story ideas and for monster statistics. The thing I'll be doing this year is I'll be less precious about money. Like a lot of hobby podcasts, I have the basic plan from Libsyn, which with my recording settings gives me about 50 minutes a month, just enough for four small episodes. I wanted to do one larger episode late last year, and so I moved up one rung, which costs three times as much and gives five times as much space, but you have to use it in a month. So I created five months worth of podcast episodes, all within one month. Looking back over them, rather than getting into the nuts and bolts of how the story elements could be used, and fully statting out the monsters for listeners to use immediately in their games, I find that I've just retold the stories and flagged things that you could grab, or flagged things that you could stat up. So by putting the extra material in, I've reduced the quality of my podcast episodes for my listeners. 
I realised I did it because I didn't want to waste the money that my Patreons give me to host the podcast, and so I didn't want to waste those extra minutes. But really, I should have done. I should have let the extra minutes go and kept the quality of my episodes up. So that's my change for the year. Timothy, my friend, that is wise words right there. Uh, Always go for quality, not quantity. And... Yeah, I understand that because you're like, oh, I'm paying for it. I should use it. But I know I pay for the $20 Libsyn plan. By the way, you can get a free month at Libsyn. It's L-I-B-S-Y-N dot com. Short for liberated syndication. And yes, I work there. And you can get a free month using the coupon code SOP free, all one word. And I have the $20 month plan and I use nowhere near that space. And that's fine. I like the extra stats that I get. And on occasion, depending on how many Mondays there are in the month, sometimes I actually get kind of close to that, but it makes life a whole lot easier. Also, remember, if you want more episodes in the same amount of space, you could always, if you're, let's say you're exporting at 128 kilobits per second stereo, you could export at 64 kilobits per second mono and pretty much have the same sounding file, except it wouldn't be stereo. And before we get into what's stopping people from launching a podcast, I do want to let you know that this show is brought to you by the school of podcasting.com. It's been around since 2005 and it not only is step-by-step tutorials that'll walk you through everything from planning your podcast and how to pick the best topic, how to pick the best name, how to build your website. If you don't have one, how to publish it and get it into places like Apple and Spotify and things like that. And in addition to that, my favorite part is the private Facebook group where you can network with other great podcasters. And we do live group coaching. We do extended versions twice a month at different times because we're making up for different time zones. And then every Thursday there is lunch with Dave, which is a quick half hour call. You can jump in and ask your questions. And the reason for those is I never want to hear that either A, you feel alone, B, you're frustrated, or C, you're just confused. There are plenty of ways to get in touch with me to get you going in the right direction. Go over to schoolofpodcasting.com slash start. Use the coupon code LISTENER, that's L-I-S-T-E-N-E-R, and that'll save on either a monthly or yearly subscription. And don't forget, you have a 30-day Money back guarantee. That's schoolofpodcasting.com slash start. Why, oh, why, oh, why would anyone ever listen to me? I went out to some Facebook groups and did some search on what's stopping people from doing a podcast. So If you're a person that goes, why would anybody listen to me? Because I just took 40 minutes to find out what's stopping people from starting a podcast. And the number one answer is nobody wants my opinion. So if I can come up with an episode that would help people maybe overcome that thought, that would be valuable. And I did that on episode 627. If you go to schoolofpodcasting.com slash 627, links in the show notes, then you will see that everybody kind of has this imposter syndrome. In fact, really famous people with Emmys and such deal with why would anybody listen to me? And so you can do this too. You can go to Facebook groups and and just kind of figure out what's stopping people from doing whatever they're doing or what are the tips, what are the tricks, what are the hacks, whatever it is about your topic. And that way it eliminates, well, why would somebody listen to me? Because you're answering the question that they need answered. So I thought that was interesting. Uh, Coming in second 
was technology. And so this is, I don't know any of the microphone stuff. I don't, and then part of it also, well, technology, I take that back. Technology was more, I don't understand how podcasting works. I just don't get it. The thing and the, the, cause then you get into equipment and that's where it's like, okay, I understand what a podcast is and all the, the website and things like that, but I don't have the right equipment yet. That was a very small percentage technology or the general fear of technology was uh, number two coming in at number three. We had two anxiety, anxiety. And the other one was time. Anxiety is the fear of being seen. A lot of times it was like, well, first it's like, well, nobody wants my opinion. And then that also changes to, Ooh, what if somebody actually does hear me? And I'm worried about negative feedback and I'm not going to say you're not going to get negative feedback because, well, that would be a lie because as the old saying goes, people that are hurt, hurt other people. You'll, you'll often hear people say hurt people, hurt people. And so you will kind of like a badge of honor, get a one-star review and it's not fun, but it's not the end of the world because that person may just be having a, a really bad day. But for the most part, people that don't like your show don't listen. I've tried shows. In fact, I just unsubscribed from a bunch that I was like, you know what? I'm giving these people 20 minutes a week and I'm not getting a whole lot out of it. And I don't know about you. Well, I I do know it came in (laughs) and tied time. We all need time. And so for the time thing, I actually did an episode. It was way back episode number 667 called Focus is More Important Than Microphones. And again, I'll have links in the show notes. The show notes will be at schoolofpodcasting.com slash 707. And it's one of those things I always tell people, if you either set your your phone or something to go off once an hour and just write down what you're doing, you'll be amazed at how much time you waste watching Friends reruns that you've already seen five times or Seinfeld or the Dukes of Hazard or whatever it is. And you're like, Oh wow, look, I'm watching, you know, the breakfast club for the 27th time. There are things you do that, uh, uh, waste your time. So that was, uh, those were the ones that were tied. If I look in after that, we get into a triple. No. Yeah. Another double tie overwhelm and perfectionism. And so overwhelm is like, ah, that is it. How do you spell overwhelm like this? Ah, I, I, it's the, it's the RSS feed microphone thing with the squad cast. The what of the, the elbows connected to the knee bone connected to the, huh? Yeah, I get that. And so you go, ah, that's it. That's how it's like, what do you think about podcasting? And you go, ah, and that's as far as they get. Well, anytime you are feeling that way, the idea is to break it into itty bitty parts. And that's what my planning your podcast course does. Breaks it into itty bitty parts. Perfectionism. Oh, this is, this is mine. This is all mine. It's funny. The, the guy that occasionally will have the, uh, the occasional typo. I like things to have a great first impression. I'm actually working on a new version of the school of podcasting website. And it's funny because I find myself doing what I coach my students to acknowledge. And that is I'm sitting here and I'm like, why am I, why have I decided to all of a sudden 
Like, let's clean out the refrigerator. And after that, we'll do this. And I'm doing everything except working on my website. Or I work on my website and I'm like, oh, let's play with this new theme. And I'm like, well, I already know what I'm going to put on. The, it's just I'm doing everything except the thing I want to do. And I kind of want it to be perfect. But there's also that anxiety factor there that when I change the website, that means people are going to see it. And they're going to go, oh, and here's the thing. I've had people look at it and they go, oh, that looks so much better than what you have right now. So I already know it's better. And yet I'm still like, eh, what if they go, oh, why didn't you do this? Eh, right. It's that fear. Well, guess what? People don't like my website won't go to it. And here's the other thing to keep in mind. Unless you're running your cop, your podcast as a business where you want them to go click on something, a very small percentage of your actual listeners will ever see your website. People obsess over players and, oh, I need this to do this. And I'm like, really? Because there are a lot of podcasts that I listen to in my phone. I've never been to their website. I found them in Overcast. That's what I use. I subscribed. I listen. And unless they give me a compelling reason, I'm not going to their website. The smallest one, again, was equipment. That's where people are like, I don't have the right equipment yet. And then another one that... Uh, was kind of in there sometimes was money. It didn't really show up enough to to register. And the the key of that, and I need to figure that out because I know I read that more than the few times I have here. So there's a problem with my results. But the money thing is keep in mind that you don't have to spend, in some cases, hundreds of dollars. You could buy a Samson Q2U microphone and start your podcast for less than a hundred bucks. Now, if there are two people well, then your your co-host has to buy one. And I did see people that said that I need a co-host. And here's the thing. If you can't find the right co-host, give them something to join by starting a podcast and going solo. And I realize that makes some people wet their pants. They're like, ah, how do I, we're back to the overwhelm. <laughs> right? So when you do a solo show, just talk to one person. Just picture the one person who needs to hear your show sitting on the other side of the table. But when it comes to money, I usually tell people it's the price of an Xbox. $100 for a microphone, maybe another $100 for an interface, uh, $50 to $100, uh, maybe $300 if you want to get fancy for your artwork. And then it's just a matter of are you going to use your, if you use a media host, are you going to use their website? No, you want your own. Okay, that's another eight bucks a month. So if you look at things like golf or, I don't know, drinking, is that a hobby? Drinking's not cheap. You know, there are things that we spend money on to have fun. And podcasting really shouldn't be done for free. I've talked about that per nauseum. But so what I want to do is for the question of the month for February, is I want you to answer the question, how did you get over, if this is you, if you were a person that thought nobody would listen to me and you were worried about it and you were worried about negative feedback. So in this case, I don't have a question for the wannabe podcaster. I'm talking to you, the podcaster. How did you get over the who's going to listen to me And then how did you get over the fear of negative feedback? Go to schoolofpodcasting.com slash question. And you can just start it off like this. 
Hey Dave, thanks so much for having, you know, Hey Dave, I want to answer your question. This is how I got over my fear of negative feedback and how I got over the thought of nobody would listen to me either way. Cause some people are just restating the question. And I realize as a listener, you're like, Oh, if I have to hear that question again, so you can kind of just answer the question in an answer form. Does that make any sense? Do you, you know what I'm talking about, right? Schoolofpodcasting.com slash question. And I will need that answer. He said, pulling up a calendar by the last week is February 24th. So I'll need that by the 21st, February 21st, 2019. Hey, real quick, before I do a follow-up on last week's episode, I will be in San Francisco, basically Novato, California, for the Bay Area Independent Publishers Association. Then February 12th, I'll be at Podcast Movement Evolutions working the Libsyn booth. I'll also be speaking at that event. Then February 21st through the 22nd, I'm looking forward to this one because it's the first one and it's a niche conference. It is the Spark Christian Podcast Conference. If you are a Christian and a podcaster, you're not going to want to miss this. Uh, boy, the person that's running it is quite the firecracker and has got a whole lot of stuff going on. That's in Houston, Texas, February 21st through the 22nd. And then in March, I'll be in Orlando at PodFest Multimedia Expo, and that is March 6th through the 8th. And then June 12th through the 13th, I will be in Utah. I'm coming back to Utah. That's right, at the Utah Podcast Summit. All of these have links out at schoolofpodcasting.com in the sidebar. I want to follow up on last week. I did an interview with the CEO of Glow.fm. And I went to you and I said, hey, if you've ever gotten any value from this show, could you do me a favor and go to schoolofpodcasting.com slash glow? Well, there are a couple of things that happened. Uh, number one, I had probably mm, three to five people that had an issue. And by that, one thought you couldn't contribute from outside the U.S. It turns out you can. So that really wasn't a problem. But some people, it was asking for their address, and we never did figure out what was going on there. I will say this, though. One was uh, they couldn't change from yearly or monthly because I was just asking for a one-time contribution. And so thank you to everyone who sent in, as I said, anyone who threw me a bone. I deeply appreciate it. And uh, I, I really, some people went like, wow, okay, thank you. I really do appreciate that. And, of course, I sent them all an email saying, thank you for that. I deeply appreciated it. So how many, Dave, did you have? I had uh, 17 people. And if you, now that's, wow, that's pretty cool. Yeah, it is. It's again, very humbling. And then I looked at how many downloads I had since I last recorded this. So that was 1,884. So that episode's been out a week, almost 2,000 downloads. And that constitutes to 0.9%. 0.9% of my audience went to schoolofpodcasting.com slash glow. And so when I say don't plan on 50%, don't plan on 25% or 10%, don't plan on 5%, some people say three. Now, if I count the three or so people who had a problem, that would get me up to 20 people who attempted. That would get me up to 1.06%. And that's why I say when you're looking for your audience 
to support you. There's, there's two ways to look at this. Either A, Dave, I think your show isn't as good as you think it is. Or B, your audience is just not hip to giving you any money. I did find, as I put this out, and other people go, what do you think about buymeacoffee.com? Well, they charge 5%, where Glow.fm, if you're just using it for donations, they don't take anything. You have to pay for your credit card fees, and they only really start to charge if you are doing bonus material things of that nature. And if you go to supportthisshow.com, again, supportthisshow.com, I'm just using a generic PayPal link, which allows people to pay with PayPal or via a credit card. So there are many ways to do this. I started playing with buymeacoffee.com. It's uh, interesting. And it's it's very much the same. And as always with all these, if you don't have an audience, uh, it doesn't work. And again, plan on maybe 3%. And I was, you know, I, I had to fudge my numbers here and go up to 20 to get to 1%, which is a little, um, it's interesting. I'll, I'll leave it that way. I'm okay. I, I have my membership site, so I have ways of making other money. And, uh, but you might try something with anything. Just get, give something that pe- you think people would click on and then find a way using something like Pretty Links, which is a WordPress plugin or something, to track, or Bitly, even Bitly's free, to track how many people clicked on that. You might be surprised on exactly how engaged your audience is. Next week, I've been talking about it. Eric Newsom, I believe I got his last name right, of the uh, book, Make Noise, A Creator's Guide to Podcasting, and a great audio, uh, I'm butchering the poor guy's book. Make Noise, that's the name of the book, A Creator's Guide to Podcasting and Great Audio Storytelling. And uh, we had a great conversation, and I'll be playing that for you next week. And if you're a member of the School of Podcasting, you will be seeing me edit that. There's not a lot of editing needed. Uh, That was one thing. People talked about time. Think of time and editing as a seesaw. So let's go planning. Planning and editing are on a seesaw. Planning's on the left, got it? And editing is on the right. So now put the seesaw on the right all the way down. Very low editing. Why? Because there was a lot of planning. Now take the imaginary seesaw in your head and put planning all the way down on the left, and you'll see where there's all this editing is way up in the air on the right. When you don't do any planning, you have to do a lot of editing. So if you're worried about time, And the thing I liked about my interview with Eric is I knew why I was bringing him on the show. I knew exactly what I wanted to ask him, even though I didn't treat it like a uh, job interview. We're like, okay, great. Next question. You know, no, it was just a conversation, but I knew the different parts of the point of the book. Uh, Another key I did is I highlighted my favorite parts in Kindle And you can go into a website and see all of the highlights of every book you have in your Kindle library. And I was able to copy those and paste those into notes. And so that way I could quote parts of the book and go, what did you mean when you said that? That made the interview pretty easy. And uh, that will be coming up next week. Now, if you want to get the episodes the minute they are available, it's really easy. Just go to schoolofpodcasting.com slash subscribe. And right now, I will tell you, I have way too many options there. I've got every whatever app you're listening to, trust me, 
I've got it covered. I use a uh, subscribe and follow uh, plugin. That is awesome. But I've gone a little crazy with it, giving you way too many options. So schoolofpodcasting.com slash subscribe, and you will get that episode along with all the other episodes and access to 706 episodes as soon as you go to schoolofpodcasting.com slash subscribe. Thanks so much for tuning in. Until next week, take care. God bless. Class is dismissed. So hence, yeah, when you ask somebody and they're, they're, you know, it's, it's, uh, ah, no, it's not. And, uh, two great tools for this, for making a community, uh, podcast, podcast. Wow. What's up with my brain? Hey, this is future Dave or current Dave. As I look at my timer, I have spent just a little over two hours assembling all these files, making sure all the audio levels are right, getting rid of popping peas and sibilances and things of that nature. And I'm now off to do the show notes. Just giving you a little heads up behind the scenes. (laughs) 